All right, folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jeff Fidoff. Follow me on Twitter, or X, I guess, at Fit Happens. Fanstream Sports brought to you um, also with DSP Media. Follow us, fanstreamsports.com. Um, you can go and also uh, download the app. The app is free, Fanstream Sports um, app. You can go check it out for Android. Um, go find Android, Apple, all that stuff. It's all out there. But the Fanstream Sports app, lots of great shows, adding new shows all the time with uh, the Fanstream Sports team. We've got so many great shows out there. So anyway, um, let's first off start off talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes basketball teams, the women's team on Friday night, Grand Valley State. Monday, they take on UCLA, who's the number two team in the country, projected number one seed right now by ESPN. It'll be a big game. The Ohio State women have lost one game all year is that opener to USC. They've done a lot of great things since then. Uh, Cody Mann's been great. J.C. Shell's been great. Madison Green is coming back. The Ohio State women's team is fun to watch. They do a – if you're of a certain age, you remember when Arkansas's men's basketball team had like the uh, the 40 minutes of hell under Nolan Richardson where they pressed with Todd Day and guys like that for the entire game. That's what Ohio State's women's basketball team does, so make sure you check them out. A lot of fun to watch. Again, Grand Valley State on Friday night, kind of a warm-up game, and then on, on Mondays when they get after it with – uh, UCLA in a huge game over at the uh, over Value City Arena, the Shot Scene Center. Check that out. Uh, watch Ohio State women's basketball. Kevin McGuff, one of the best coaches in the country, and they've got really they've got a team that's going to be a top probably. I think when it's all said and done, probably a top two seed in the country. Um, but um, they're they're definitely a top ten team and certainly a Final Four potential at Ohio State. Love what Kevin McGuff is doing with this team. This Buckeyes women's basketball team is going to. Uh, be a factor in the NCAA tournament. The men on Saturday, they play also play UCLA, ironically, uh, but they play them in the CBS Sports Classic neutral site game in Atlanta. Uh, the men have lost two games this year um, so far. They lost to Texas A&M early on. They recently blew an 18-point lead against Penn State, which was a tough loss for Ohio State. On the road, Penn State's always tough to play on the road, and um, Ohio State got off to a great start, looked really good early on. Again, had an 18-point lead, but uh, squandered that, ended up losing that game. So this UCLA game on Saturday, UCLA is like 5-5 five and five this year. Not a great team, but still it's a big moment for Ohio State to see how they bounce back after that loss to Penn State, a game they certainly should have won. Again, 18-point lead. They should have won that game. They did not. So if you remember last year how many tough times Ohio State had where blowing leads and losing games they should have won. You know, the North Carolina game comes to mind. The Purdue game comes to mind. Games they should have won, they didn't. And at Penn State, we had that again. So on Saturday when they play UCLA, it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that and if they can bounce back and get a win there. It's a game they should win. They're better than UCLA. Right now, they are better than the Bruins. We'll see if they can do that. And if they do get a lead, if they can hold on to that. So lots of action and basketball we got to watch this weekend. Again, Friday, Grand Valley State for the women, Saturday, Ohio State-UCLA for the men, and then Monday, Ohio State and number two UCLA for the women. Let's move on to football. Lots of stuff going on at the Ohio State program. We've had transfer portal activity. Um, the Buckeyes have lost more people than I think most fans expected them to lose. Ohio State's been really stable as far as they haven't lost a lot of people in the transfer portal the last couple of years. This year, they're up around, I think, 14 right now is the number have entered the transfer portal. Most of them have been expected. Um, the, the one that Julian Fleming, a five-star receiver, uh, expected in that one. Look, he's a five-star receiver, hasn't got a lot of playing time at Ohio State, and I understand why he'd want to go elsewhere with the great talent coming in, great talent coming back for the receiving room. 
So backup guys, role player guys kind of, that, that I expected. I'm not, I shouldn't say expected. I'm not surprised they're leaving. The ones I am surprised by, there's two of them. Uh, even the Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord, the starting quarterback this year, I'm not surprised he's leaving. Uh, I know Ohio State went 11-1 and with him. He was good. He wasn't great. He did okay. They went 11-1. and Didn't beat Michigan. He made some mistakes during the season. And uh, reportedly, Ryan Day sat down with McCord and his father and said, look, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here from what I've heard from other sources, that I'm not going to guarantee Kyle McCord this next year. It'll be an open competition with who here and who we know will be here and who could be here. It'll be an open competition. And I don't think Kyle McCord wanted to hear that. I think Kyle McCord thought, hey, I deserve the starting job next year. Hell, it was 11-1 this year. I understand why McCord felt that way. I also understand why Ryan Day might have said something. Hey, I'm not going to guarantee you a transfer. He visited Nebraska um, and did not walk away with an offer with, with a, an agreement there. So apparently he's visiting Syracuse this weekend. So we'll see where Evan Pryor transferred to Cincinnati, the running back, crowded running back room. I get it. You're nearing the end of your college eligibility. If you're not a starting quarterback or starting running back, not guaranteed to be the number one guy, I get why you might want to move on. Evan Pryor, great talent, couldn't stay healthy, should be really good for Cincinnati, wishing the best. Chip Trainum, a little surprised by that one. Chip Trainum is going to be a senior this year, final year coming up. Um, I thought he could be a captain on the team next year. I think he actually would be a captain next year. And, uh, you know, the running back, Ohio kid, trans- went to Arizona State, came back, Arizona, can't transfer back to Ohio State as a linebacker, took over the running back uh, position and played well in spurts over his last couple of years. He moved on, went to Kentucky. I think that if he stays, he's a captain and stacking out, going to be test the NFL draft waters. Mayan Williams is another talented guy. But like right now, the two running backs in the room as of today are Travion Henderson um, and Dallin Hayden, both very talented individuals. I think Travion comes back. So Travion and Dallin Hayden, uh, one-two punch would be fine for Ohio State. So, um, train him. I'm surprised by not surprised by Williams, not surprised by Pryor. They moved on to other things, but the train him one did surprise me a little bit there. So now we have to look at Ohio State's situation as we head into the Cotton Bowl against Missouri. And there's been a lot of players, uh, Jack Sawyer among them, Emeka Abuka among others, that have said they're going to play in the bowl game that I thought might not. We're going to see how many. I mean, the Buckeyes are practicing now, they had their first practice on Thursday. Uh, to get ready for the bowl game. And there's a lot of guys there that we thought might opt out of the bowl game that are saying we're practicing, we're going to play in the bowl game. Uh, Abuka and Sawyer, the two biggest names that I can think of. Uh, Cody Simon also has said he's coming back and playing in his senior year. And so this bowl game appears to be very important for the Ohio State team, Ohio State, the brotherhood, the players that are coming back. Uh, Devin Brown, who's the quarterback for Ohio State, who's going to be the starter for this game, back up all year to Kyle McCord. You saw him get into the game and sometimes in uh, some different packages throughout the season, mostly run packages. But he's got a chance right now to secure his spot going forward as a starter next year for Ohio State. The Buckeyes have not been um, at least publicly active in the transfer portal. I think that they are um, comfortable. If this is the quarterback room next year with um, Devin Brown, with Lincoln Keenholz, Lincoln Keenholz is going to play in the bowl game as well, and also Aaron Nolan coming in. I think that they are comfortable with that 
if that's how it ends up being. Uh, they will continue to monitor the transfer portal, but it's a tricky situation because you've got Devin Brown, who's been in the program now for a couple of years, who um, is a, a very cocky slash confident player when it comes to the role he's uh, he announced to the media he was the starter. It wasn't Ryan Day that said it. It wasn't Brian Hartline that said that Devin Brown's going to be the starter. Devin Brown came out with that information on his own, said, I'm excited. I'm starting in the Cotton Bowl against Missouri. Um, so he's got Ryan Day's blessing. Ryan Day had a conversation with him. We confirmed all that that it, it wasn't like Devin Brown saying that um you know kind of out of turn it was true that that was the case that Devin Brown one was told he would be the starter so uh Devin Brown's got a great opportunity the Cotton Bowl Lincoln Keenholes will see time and this Missouri team and Ohio State team what's interesting about this in the Cotton Bowl it is a non-CFP game but it's a New Year's Six game that both teams seem to really want to win so that's important to help out that recruiting class so I think Ohio State dodged a bullet there because Rayola, I think it's his fourth high school and um, third school he's going to commit to. I think he'll be at Nebraska. That's, I think, why McCord did not go to Nebraska. And so um, I'm fine with the fact Ohio State did not get Dylan Rayola. That's fantastic news after it looks like the way he is wishy-washy with everything. Let's talk about Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. You saw him at the Heisman ceremony. He has not decided, not publicly decided, if he's going to go to the NFL or State Ohio State for another year. And I was, um, I said all along, I think it's 50-50. Most people said, oh, no, he's definitely going. He's got to go. And I understand he probably will go now. But there's still a decent chance he stays at Ohio State for another season. He talked about uh, wanting to beat Michigan, wanting to uh, be in this, uh, wanting to win a national championship. He's talked about those things. And I think that's a very real thought going on in Marvin Harrison Jr.'s mind. Look, he doesn't necessarily have to have the money. His dad did very well in the NFL. Uh, you know, generational money his dad made in the NFL. So Marvin Harris is not pressed to do that. Harrison will probably collect a, a decent NIL uh, salary if he decides to come back to Ohio State. I think it's very true that he wants to or is exploring the possibility of coming back to Ohio State for another season, get a chance to compete for a Big Ten championship. Hasn't done that yet either. And get a chance to, um, to beat Michigan and be – uh, a potential national champion. So I think that could happen. We'll see what happens with Marvin Harrison Jr. But I think there's a chance. There's a chance he will come back to Ohio State, and it's more than a it's more than a, a puncher's chance. I think that I've said all along it's 50-50 that Marvin Harrison will come back to the Buckeyes. So it would not surprise me at all if he does come back to Ohio State. We'll keep monitoring that. We're close to the bowl game, folks. Um, the Missouri game, among all the games, Look, Georgia-Florida State, you've got some injuries on Florida State's side that might make it a little bit uh, less enticing. Georgia State's a double-digit double uh, favorite over Florida State. The Ohio State-Missouri game is going to be a lot of fun to watch in the Cotton Bowl. We, of course, will talk for sure before that. But thanks so much for tuning in. Again, tune into Ohio State basketball on Saturday, the men UCLA. Monday, the women play UCLA. A couple of big games there. We'll keep up to date with all the transfer news, all the announcements going on. We're waiting here for Travion Henderson officially to say he's coming back to Ohio State. I think he will. Waiting for the official word on that. Waiting for word on Marvin Harrison Jr. with the Buckeyes get ready for the Cotton Bowl against Missouri. Fan Street Sports. Uh, download the app. It's a free app for Apple and Android. FanStreetSports.com. Check that out as well. Uh, we are powered by DSP Media. Fan Street Sports. This is the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend.